not allowed to say that on this podcast oh both my mom and my nieces listen to it my mom and nieces. so i cannot respond properly even though i know the quote it's from uh our favorite movie no, about our life <laughs> our our, our uh, unwritten autobiography absolutely <laughs> called waiting. waiting i remember watching that movie in the theater with you and like did, did somebody rip off our life i swear to god they filmed us yeah well and then i remember i remember like the amount of bartenders that didn't even work at grand central that would play the game yeah, because they found out we were playing. Absolutely. And you know, the way that bar was set up, like there were so many spots where you, I mean, you were just, you had to like duck your eyes. Stairs going into yeah. the, the, the basement. The oh basement. yeah. You could, you could get people between the mannequins oh, and the goats. Dude. I knew those mannequins were there and they still scared me the last days I worked in the bar. Creepiest thing. Oh my gosh. Anyway, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Craftsman Cooking. We're back in the Craftsman Cooking kitchen. Absolutely. My buddy Derek. I'm of course Bacon. It's good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, man. So we kind of had to pivot a little bit. Pivot. This um, friends. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> the uh, the next episode was supposed to be dry aged steaks. Yes. And technically. The next episode will be dry. Yes. Shakes. Just not the next one. You listen that, to. Yeah. There's going to be a little out of order. It's okay. You know, if you're, if you're doing a podcast, so trying new things, you have to be a little fluid. Unbehooved to me. <laughs> um, so the whole idea came from a cat at work and he's like, all right, man, you ever tried to dry your own meat? And, you know, my brain was like, what? Wait, hmm? come back now, please. And he's like, "Yeah, man, I got these bags, and you just you put your meat in it, put it in the refrigerator." And being the chef I am, I'm like, "Yeah, there's nothing that easy." And you're talking about some stuff that could go funky. Well, I mean, it's you want it to go a little funky, correct? Yeah, but, yeah. but not you bad funky, good funky. Of, you know, yeah. The day after, yeah, we're talking food. TK Lively on the drums, good funky, not yeah, not bad yeah, funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. George Clinton. Absolutely. Oh, Funkadelic? Yeah, when he got a diaper on. So you don't know what he's <laughs> You know, maybe he was prepared for super funk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it was one of the, you know, I, anyway, so I looked it up and it's Ume and it's incredible. So you grab a rib roast, something like that, and throw it in a bag. Okay. Seal it. Boom, and it's going to dry age. In my head, I thought this happened in a, a faster time because it was the bag, <laughs> and I was wrong. No, uh, so not not a week or two, but uh, about three minimum of twenty one, huh? Yeah, okay, minimum of twenty one days. So we're we're seven days in. We're seven days in. You me and you me and uh, sweet little pepper went and picked it up uh, last seven, Saturday. Yep, seven and days uh, that was that was a fun trip. That was a cool trip, man. That was a fun trip. Uh, any 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 time you get to hang out in Pepper's World and and Whew. be a civilian, 
It's a it's a good time. Yeah. Highly highly recommended if you're ever allowed into the world. Look for the hashtag Peppers World. No doubt, no doubt. Um, all right. So instead of dry aged steaks, that that gets put off one round. One round. So now we're we're good. What are we going to go with? Um, I think we just wanted to do something that we're very familiar with as far as preparing was. Okay. So we threw out the idea of ramen. It's something nice. we both absolutely love. Oh my gosh. My wife's ramen. She's like, I want ramen. Yes. Right. I mean, cooked it and she never left, so I don't know what that meant. Yeah, I know. Waka waka waka. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. And then you had a pretty good ramen recipe from when you ran uh, Sasha, right? Man, we 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 had two of them, and it was a spicy ramen, which is very it's a quick, easy ramen. It doesn't have all the you know idiosyncrasies. Everything else has, but we did a traditional tonkatsu ramen, okay. which is a pork-based broth, and it's cooked for a long period of time. And you get all these great flavors, and it's just, it's a long build. Nice. So, and that was always my favorite because I, I I definitely enjoy the having to get that deep into something, especially when the main part of it is a broth. Yeah, like that's got to tell oh, a yeah. story. Yeah. Everything else is just a little odd name characters that come along, but that broth, is, yeah. that's, that's... You know, I mean, I'm, I'm more familiar... I've had a couple different ramens, but I'm more familiar with pho. Right. You know, I've had Vietnamese, of course. I've Which had Wei style. I've had the... The, um, the regular, you know, and then um, the Thai restaurants have a pho, but it's very different. It's very different. And then even Tom Ka Soup kind of gets into that. Oh, you know, I mean... Yeah, it's it's, it's still very you know very different broth, completely right, different. Right, you're going, but it's still spicy. that that broth that yep. you know is so like once you taste and smell it, you know what like you're it's eating. Medicine, like, yeah. I feel oh. like it's the cure all for everything. Any good broth, yes. Period. Yeah. And then you get to add all these Asian flavors. Mm-hmm. Well, here in the states, it's always chicken noodle soup, which is kind of you know our version. That's the South, and it's, yeah, that's our ramen. Yeah. yeah, chicken and stars. I mean, wait, what? Chicken and stars. <laughs> nice. You didn't have to? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. We, we, we had chicken stars as a kid, for sure. It's now chicken and frozen. Chicken, <laughs> chicken and Olaf. <laughs> so, um, I know when we when we decided we had to pivot, we had to come up with something on the spot. So, right. you know, during this week, you know, this is not the first time we've had this conversation. We kind of went back old school. Yeah. You know, the things that brought us to this point of doing a podcast is, you know, that verbal ping pong, Absolutely. you know, both between some text messages and phone calls and the idea of, of ramen was thrown out there. And, and I think I, I, I hit you back up a few minutes later. And I was like, man, like your ramen is great. And if you ever ate it at SciShow while Derek ran it, his ramen was phenomenal. Um, you, I remember Jacob Merritt had a really good ramen when he had his food truck. Really I'm sure he still does now that he's running the kitchen at the yacht club. Oh yeah. I didn't. I'm sure he still does, but uh, uh, the only time I've had it was on his food truck and it was delicious. It's gonna be hard for um, to push ramen at the yacht club. I mean, it I was, mean, I would love for it. It was that good. So, yeah, you know, I hope he's getting to do something with it. Yeah, that would be. Incredible. Um, and then there's a, there's a great place over in Pensacola called Khan's that has a phenomenal, really? yeah, his, his house ramen is so good. Oh, we got to go there. Let's go. All right. Anytime. We'll it's right on Palafox. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, so I threw the idea, Derek, I was like, all right, you know, his ramen recipe from Saisho is very true to the Japanese traditional ramen, uh, the tonkatsu style. But, you know, this is craftsman cooking. We're both from the Alabama Gulf Coast. Um, so why not try and do something that's really our ramen Absolutely. that, you know, celebrates local flavors, local ingredients, um, 
you know, so that was, that was kind of how we started running with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we wanted to do, I mean, pork based. Absolutely. So that would be, be pork based. So we stay quasi traditional. Yeah. Tonkatsu. Nice. Um, but then we just wanted to just, I guess, Southern it up a little bit. I mean, we so didn't want to go crazy with it. You know, I, you got to pay homage where homage yeah. is due. So I, th- I think in that, that ping pong, we decided we would have a smokier base broth. Yep. Traditionally, they use smoked bonita for it, mm-hmm. um, uh, katsubushi, which gives it that real smoky flavor, which is great. It's just dried smoked bonita. But we decided to go the southern route. Yeah. And we smoked a chicken. I love it. Got all the meat off of it. We're going to save that for something else, maybe like a smoked chicken buffalo dip or something. Ooh. But uh, so I use that chicken back and pig's feet and pig's tail, seared all that off real good in the pot. And now we've got this little bit of both. We've got the pig's feet, the pig's tail, but we've got that southern smoke just amp right through it. I like it. And I think that's what we ended up settling on was that would be the basis, the antiquitous of this. Okay. Boom, we're going to hit it with this. So we'll make that broth. Make that broth. Awesome. And then, and then uh, what all veggies go into that? So in that broth, you can do it like a traditional, you know, onion. What would be the touch? What would be the traditional tonkatsu? It would be onions and the katsubushi. Okay. For the uh, smokiness. Okay. And then uh, a dashi would be another. Oh, nice. Which is a seaweed stock. Okay. So these would be all your members in that pool party, and you're just letting them hang out and get to know each other. Definitely a lot of pig's feet. Definitely a lot of pork products. Because, I mean, mm. what yes. you're doing is you're Yum. rendering all that, um, the fat out of it. You're getting that out, but you're getting all the flavor and all the uh, marrow out of the bones and all that. So you're going to get this gelatinous. That jiggle. That jiggle. That jiggle. Oh, that? it's so sexy. Was it juvenile? Yeah. <laughs> that jiggle. <laughs> um, all right. So what veggies can we add to be local? So, I mean, you know, we get carrots from our buddies over at Local Appetite. We've gotten college from them before. Yes. Um, those amazing hydroponic tomatoes. Oh, so good. Like candy. Yeah. I mean, we can use the turnip tops. Okay. Um, any of that stuff. But I think for us trying to get that that smokiness and that southern earthiness. Yeah. We're just going to go your your basic root veg, man. Okay. You know, carrots, onions, celery, maybe some bell pepper. Yeah. Make it. Well, it's not really Trinity because it would be three. It's not really Ameriquois. Right. So when I, when I do that, when I'm cooking, I, I tend to refer to that as the four horsemen. Four horsemen? Well, yeah, I mean, one's Trinity, one's Ameriquois. Right. So if you're if it's four, it's four horsemen. And if I don't correct you, I know everybody's going to be like, he's not a real chef. It's Miracle. I am not. I will be the first. No, no, me. Like, I'm the f- that bitch ain't a chef. He ain't correcting that boy. It's Mirepoix. Mirepoix. Sorry. That's all right. But uh, I, my apologies I to you and all of all of these chef listeners and my friends that are chefs. Yes, all two of you. My, I, I said it incorrectly. I apologize. Mirepoix. Poix. I did like the Indian version, though. It was very nice. Yeah. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Uh, and I don't mean the we yeah, 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 appreciate yeah. you. I mean. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so when, yeah, when I when I take a Mirepoix, I add bell pepper to it. Mm. Um, I just jokingly refer to it. I call it a four horseman. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So yeah, didn't we used to do a shot? Yes, and no, I don't, I don't, I don't need to relive that memory. I don't need to relive that memory. That's not a good memory. That never came up at good times. That was back when Jaeger was warm. It's about to come up now. Yeah, let's let's move on. All right, so root veg. How else do we? How else do we Alabamify 
this uh, this ramen. Let's roast it. Throw it in the oven. Let's okay. roast it. Get it down. Roast uh, roast the veggies. Roast the okay. veggies. I like some it. Some oil, salt and pepper. Nice. Little S and P, and just roast it at four hundred for hour. Okay. And uh, that's gonna give us a good little char on everything, nice. and it's just gonna add to the depth of that richness. Okay. And the earthiness. I like it. I like it. So then you'll just take it out, add some water to it. Yeah, we'll um, take that I'm out. Sure do, do some simmering at some point. Yeah, we'll throw it on the okay. just throw the, the pan that you roasted everything. Yeah. Just throw it on the open fire and scrape the bottom, get all Gosh. the roasted bits out of it. Nice. And then add that to a big stock pot. I do I do know that word. Yeah. You're pulling up the fond. The fond. So do I get some credibility yeah, back? Yeah, we'll bring you back. I messed up Miroquois, but I knew fond. Yeah, and I think the Miroquois Indians will be more happy. <laughs> so you're good. Everybody's getting their acknowledgement tonight. And I really feel like we're building laying the groundwork. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so you're just going to, in in your stock pot, go ahead and start browning off that good stuff, getting a better sear on that st- uh, that chicken back that we smoked yeah. and those pig's feet, get a nice brown on that. Because so, that's just going to get more flavor in the depth to the nice. the porkiness of this dish. Mm-hmm. And then the chicken back, that just kind of brings that flavor full circle for nice. you. Nice. And, um, so speaking of the pork products, yeah, um, I know you said pig's feet, pig's tails. So. Uh, initially, I just had pig's tail because they didn't have pig's feet available. Okay. But luckily, Ren saved the day on that one and was nice. able to show up day of with some nice, beautiful trotters. You find that at the grocery store? Or did we you go to a special do, market? Um, Rouse's, our local. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, just beautiful grocery store. It's yeah. amazing. I love it. So if you're not if you're not near a Rouse's, um, you know, talk to the butcher at your at your grocery store. If there's a local butcher shop. Um, you know, where else? I think know, Publix is pretty good about Publix. Stuff like um, that. I would bet Kroger's would. Um, um you know, if anybody's got just you know a, a good meat shop. Like yeah, you know, we got Mosley's and uh, so, would, South. If there's an Asian market, would would an Asian market typically have that? Yes, sweet. Um, because because it's a, a regular ingredient in it's ramen. A very popular. Well, nice. it's a popular okay. in a lot of the things. Sweet. Yeah. So, so ask around if you're not 100 percent sure where to get it near you. Um, you know, we told we that's where. We like to shop Rouse's. Yeah. I um, mean, we love Publix and stuff too, uh, Whole Foods, whatnot. But we tend to go, we, you and local. I tend to start at Rouse's. Yeah. It's definitely my go-to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's great. It's all the all the feel of uh, the big, big box stores, but it still has enough of the local mom and pop to when me. you see local, like everything is as local as you can get for us. Yeah. I mean, we only got Yeah, like they do five. great. They're great about keeping local ingredients uh, in there, yeah, I mean, I see, which I love. You know, when I see... From Louisiana, from Mississippi, from Mobile, Alabama, yes. from Monroe, Alabama. Hello, Bacon. <laughs> Hello. <you> that. <laughs> yes, you and you. <laughs> but anytime, it, it makes you feel like you're, you're contributing to your community. Yeah. And that's a big deal for us. Absolutely. So, you, you great segue there. Shout out to uh, our one day, hopefully, friends. Actually, at Monroe Bacon. Monroe Bacon, love uh, you guys because we're we are a huge fans. So, you I have an idea. I have an idea on how to uh, incorporate some Monroe Bacon into this because I mean that's definitely an Alabama flavor. What you got? So I'm thinking. Um, you know, I know I've seen ramen with the like rolled up pork belly. They take mm-hmm. the whole belly, roll it up, and then slice it real thin. Yes. So what if? Uh, I mean, this is something I've actually seen at public. So we're actually taking care of uh, two two places nearby. Um, but Publix tends to have that really thick cut or thick sliced pork belly. So what if we what if we get some pork belly and some Monroe bacon? All right. Season them a little bit, some salt and pepper or whatnot. Yeah. 
Stack them on top of each other. Excuse me? Roll them. Maybe pro- I'll probably have to use some butcher's twine to hold it together to keep it shape. I see your logic. And then I want to put it in a sous vide bag. Shut your mouth. So bacon, I'm thinking long cook. So minimum of 11 hours. Okay. Yeah. You're going to break that belly down nicely. Yeah. And then temp wise, I don't want to, I don't want it to be fall apart. I want it to still hold that shape so that we can, um, you know, yeah. Slice it if need be. But, um, so 140, 145. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go with that. Um, and play around. I mean, either way, I think it's going to taste great. Hopefully it looks awesome in the bowl. Absolutely. So as long as it holds together, I think it's going to be a beautiful, nice. Um, basically, Here's another thing. They usually in in some ramens they'll do a dumpling with pickled greens in it. Ooh! So it's just a it adds a little bit of vinegar to it or Ooh. something like that, and that's really good. And that's that's another cool little additive. So yeah, and and if we use like if we use southern style greens, yeah, that would definitely be that would be you cool. know make it ours. Yeah, but just the, the thought of you know adding dumplings and stuff. This little yeah. meat pocket that you're making out of bacon. Is that a pig in a blanket? Is that a pig in a pig? All I can, all I can think, all, I mean, I pig just, a poke. I just hear, um, oh gosh, what's the comedian? Not, but he he would say hot pocket, but in my head I heard meat pocket. Mm. Jim Gaffigan. Just, Jim Gaffigan. It's a meat pinwheel. <laughs> meat pocket. This thing sounds amazing. I'm in. So, um, what flavors are you gonna put any, in that? Oh uh, man, I'll probably just go salt and pepper, a little uh, crushed red pepper, because I don't want to overpower the I pork. Like I want I want the the combination of the bacon and then the unsmoked belly, yeah, you know, the pork belly itself, yeah. to this really stand out. Cured belly. This yeah. is just legit. Belly. Yeah, it's just it, it does not say cured on there, so I believe it's just belly. Yes. Yeah. So nice and fatty and oh, so good. Real. I mean, it is thick cut. Like yeah, pre bacon and bacon. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, in one. Belly two ways. So, um, all right. So we got those ingredients. Any other components to this dish that we need? And of course, we can think of more when we're actually making it. But uh, you know, this is the the, the pre show. For me, there's nothing better in the ramen than that slow coddled egg. So whenever you yes, it's a, that that ramen egg is just that's that's the catalyst. That's that last thing for that. So how do you make a ramen egg? I've never made a ramen, a ramen egg. Veal now. Okay. Then so, instead of trying to do a slow poach, that I mean, crazy egg. Crazy egg. Crazy egg was delicious. Crazy egg was delicious. Oh my god! And you all know what we're talking about in about eight hours, but um. I sous vide mine at 62.5 to 63.5 degrees Celsius for about 23 to 25 minutes. And so what it does is it leaves that yolk nice. It it thickens it just a little bit, but it makes it nice and velvety smooth. All right, hold on one second. 62 to 63.5 Celsius. Celsius. So if you have a sous vide, do the conversion. That would be about what in Fahrenheit? <laughs> one, one, uh, one hundred and forty. <laughs> um, yeah. So about hundred and forty degrees. Uh, Google it for Google the the conversion for perfect actually. But but Derek works in Celsius. I tend to work in Fahrenheit, which is why I thought about asking. Well, I'm glad you asked because my sous vide does Fahrenheit doesn't do doesn't do Celsius. What's Fahrenheit? Uh, the F. Oh, F you too. 
later. All right, so 62 to 63 and a half yeah. for how long? 23 to 25 minutes. 23 to 25 minutes. Um, and then, then it's ready. You'll pull it out, ice bath, and then typically always cut in half, right? Some of them are. If you do a hard boil on it, then Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. This one I'm wanting. The whole point of this egg is to stir it in the ramen. Mm. And it just gives it a richer flavor. Yeah. So adds that body to it. Tones and now we're nice. exactly. We're trying to just round everything nice. out. Nice. All right. So we got an egg. We got broth. We got meat. Yeah, meat. We need, we need uh, 146 degrees Fahrenheit. 146. So 146 Fahrenheit, 62 to 63 and a half Celsius. Oh, thank you, sir. You're very welcome. All good. So are we good component-wise, you think? Uh, let's throw some corn in this thing. Roasted Ooh. couple ears of corn. I like corn. Well, the sweetness. There, there's where our sweetness comes from. So All right. So some roasted corn. So getting the smoke from Take the it off the cob. Yeah, I like toss it. it in a little butter and that. Yeah, and then a little of that. Um, we got some Justin Wilson's Creole seasoning and Leitre. I love my Leitre. And so I let's just toss a little bit of that in there with a little SP and butter. Nice. I'm in. Cool. I'm in. All and right. And we got pork tenderloin. How about pork tenderloin? We got your pork bacon. I'm never going to say no to pork tenderloin. We can sous vide that. Okay. Cajun seasoning. So we're getting a little bit more southern with it. Nice. And then we'll pan sear that, get a nice brown on it, shave it thin. Okay. All right. So we got this great broth. We're going to go on top of noodles. Yeah. You want curly or straight? You know, I mean, the straight is I think I've had both. I think, yeah. I think I've had the traditional, like, really straight. Yeah. Like, even thinner than angel hair pasta. Like I mean, it's, so, those ramen noodles are real thin. So noodles, but they've got enough. But they've got they're 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 real firm. Right, and you're getting a lot more of them. Yeah. Um. So the soma noodles are the ones that go real tiny. They're real small, and those are for like cold brothy dishes and stuff like that. Okay. Then you come up into the udons, which are a little bit bigger, and then the ramen noodles kind of in between that. Yeah. So in yeah, the udons are like real thick. Right? They're real thick. It 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 expands when it's cooked. That's right. And then you've got buckwheat noodles and stuff as well. So all these are great. But so for in the uh, Italian rail, it would be thin spaghetti, spaghetti, or angel hair, thin, and regular spaghetti, number seven. So we would try to get in that middle area. Okay. Yeah, just to give you a nice reference. And then if you can't, if you end up looking online, you know, just type ramen, you know. Yeah. There's um, a great organic company. I can't remember the name, but it's a... Tall slender bag. It's got three of them in it with black, and then the the names are written in different colors, like pink, red, and they have all of those. Nice. Uh, and again, you know, local local Asian market. Absolutely. You know, ask somebody that works there. Tell them what you're wanting to make. And everything's labeled really good in the Asian markets. Yeah. All the noodles, especially in your noodle area, yeah. they have them broken out into, you know, soma noodles, ramen noodles, udon noodles. Yep. Or just rely on the uh, good old Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's great for all that stuff too. Uh, if, you're, if if you if you know you don't know where the closest one is, to you don't know where the closest one is, and those places can be intimidating. You know, it was. Uh, I love those places. <laughs> they're my favorite. There's always going to be some fresh food cooked that day. Oh my gosh! So yes. Yeah, I yes. love it. Asian markets are by far my favorite grocery store. I cannot agree more. Yeah. So candy's a lot better. All right. So I think we're good. Yeah, man. Um, 
I think that's a great start. And it'll, okay. it'll adjust accordingly. We'll see what the grocery store had. Yeah, like see what's fresh, what, what, what looks good, what feels good. Exactly. And then, you know, what we audible on the day. Because we tend to do that a little bit, too. Yep. All right. We do have ADD. So, we will see you all next time. Until then. Stay hungry. Hey, and live how you say it. And I feel.